0: It is hour to the game. The game after work. It's our final hour uh, of the week. We're off tomorrow and Friday for the Thanksgiving break. Yeah. I'll be in Bramlage tonight for K-State Hoops taking on Central Arkansas. Tips off at 7, pregame, 6 o'clock right here on News Radio KMAN. Mitch in Vegas, number one song, Ask Us Anything is all coming up. We'll talk to Curry Sexton here in just a moment, but I gotta bring this up real quick. I didn't see it until just now, but the tweet was at 2:57. So, Ku uh, moments ago played Tennessee in the third place game of the Maui Invitational. Ku won. Uh, that's uh, they lost last night to Marquette. Marquette kind of in a, in a way blew the doors off of Ku. They played so well, and now they're down 12 to Purdue in the in the championship game. After Purdue at the buzzer hit a three quarter court shot
1: right amazing. before half.
0: And Purdue's now up 12. If you watched, Mal, you may have noticed that Hunter Dickinson likes to flop. (laughs) And he's done it, I think, I've counted four times now. He's had a blatant flop. And I don't think either one has been called for the like the technical foul you can get, um, which it doesn't go towards your personal fouls, but it does give the opposing team a free throw. He has not been called for one of those yet. I think we call it a case, a player delay warning, <laughs> instead of saying flop, because flop will obviously, if you just say that over the PA, <laughs> it'll, it'll get the folks going a little bit. Hunter Dickinson got called out by Coach Carter. Whoa. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, no. Tweets out, Damn. This Dickinson MF on KU Hoops flops like he's on a soccer pitch.
1: <laughs> and he's an act, He's a great actor, so he knows he, acting. He knows acting. He does know acting. Damn. You take you get notes from Samuel
0: Jackson. I, I need to know how to screw I need to sc- screw up in a way that Samuel Jackson notices,
1: so I get <laughs> called out. That's what an honor. Yeah. That is. Wow. Dude. Yeah, at least he's cool enough to be known by Samuel Jackson. That's awesome. That's cool.
0: All right. We are, uh, again, jam packed in today's show. We're kind of bringing two shows into one with today's show. And um, we got an hour left here, so let's get right to it. We're now pleased to be joined by former K State wide receiver, Curry Sexton. Curry, thanks for joining us. This has been a common question we've had today. We're talking Thanksgiving. Um, I think last year we talked about what you like. Let's talk about what you don't like. What's the Thanksgiving dish or main dish or whatever that you don't want on your plate?
2: That's a good question. Um I'm not into cranberry sauce. I I don't I, I don't I don't I don't feel a need to add that to my plate in any way. You know, something that I that I love 364 days a year that on did on thanksgiving i don't seek out is, is mac and cheese um i think with you know with the green bean casserole stuffing cream corn mashed potatoes and gravy dinner rolls all those other sides that are just for from a thanksgiving perspective elite mac and cheese is, is something that i don't seek out so i would mm. say those i would say cranberry sauce and mac and cheese are two things you won't find on my plate tomorrow
0: my girlfriend Lindsay makes a bomb Mac and cheese, Ooh. and that has been uh requested for my family's Thanksgiving. As a matter of fact, it has been the last two years. Pressure's it's on. it's that good. Sorry, I had your microphone off there. Pressures
1: on Lindsay. Oh no, she
0: she she'll knock it out of the park. She puts bacon in it. Ooh. One one man. time, she put shrimp in the mac. Wait, she smoked. Oh, we smoked some shrimp on the grill and mixed it in with the mac and cheese. Oh, my God. I've never in my life had better mac and cheese.
1: Dude, you show up with shrimp mac and cheese at Thanksgiving, boy, you're going to blow the lid off that place. Mate. It's replacing the turkey. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 I, I think that I think that, could, uh, that would find its way on my plate. I can promise you. <laughs> with, some, with some shrimp and bacon, uh, that's a different story.
0: Ooh. What's your pie?
2: Man, I, 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 I could do pecan or pumpkin. I could do either one. But but I would say I would say seventy five percent of the time I do pu- I do pumpkin.
0: Let me ask the room: Do you guys actually do cranberry sauce? We don't. I don't remember the last time we've done cranberry sauce. We do.
3: Yeah, yeah Every do.
1: year, my grandma opens up a can and schlocks it out <laughs> on a plate, and, and I go, "What are you doing, lady? Come on, man! Nobody yeah. wants that."
2: I'm with my mother-in-law is. is you know, she's a dig into traditions. And so uh-huh. she, you know, she, ho- she does homemade cranberry sauce. And I mean, I, I, most years I forget it's even there. I, <laughs> see it, I see it in the line and, I, and I, I skip over it as fast as I possibly can.
0: So. Well, let me ask you this question. Cause we ranked uh, just a few moments ago in the last hour Thanksgiving traditions. Would you rather watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade or participate in Black Friday shopping?
2: Oh, that's, that's a brutal question. Um, I I think Macy, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and I can't say I've ever really watched it. But, but Black Friday shopping in, in in this day and age is like is modern day torture. So I think I'd rather plop down and watch the Thanksgiving Day parade, and then roll right into some <laughs> some Thanksgiving Day football.
0: I tell you what, I haven't watched the parade in a, like, sat down and actually watched it for a while, but I'm good after 10, 15 minutes. I don't need people talking to me about the balloons. I know I can easily tell what the balloon is. I don't need an expert.
2: <laughs> okay. Fun. Well, I don't need to be, I don't need to be Black Friday shopping, so I'll, I'll take that punishment.
0: Well, I was telling the boys, I've been kind of itching for a, uh, like, an 80-inch TV, <laughs> and now's the time to get one, so. Let's go. Um. So... I was talking to uh, Cole Mann back earlier today, and he told me that you were at the game. So I got to ask, I, I've mentioned all week long, I could just feel the tension in the press box, not just from the game, like just the fans. Everybody was so tense. So give me the, give me the uh, point of view from the actual stance. How tense, how stressful was it to be there as a fan? Yeah, so I mean, uh, I, I got
2: to say this. I, I left when we got down by eleven. Uh, so as far as the the, the tense nature that w- maybe existed in the in the latter part of the second half, I I I fortunately wasn't there for that. Um, I I was I told Cole I was on the fence about going in the first place, like a lot of people seemed to be, just because it was you know I didn't want to be in that stadium if we lost. And so, given that we were playing well and that they were dealing with some injuries, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go. Um, and so I went with my parents, and when we were down in half, I said, "If Ku comes out and scores to start the second half, I'm going back to Collins and I'm watching the game, the rest of the game at his house." And so they, uh, you know, they go right down the field, they score, and I say, "All right, mom and dad, I'll see you after the game." And I briskly walk back to my brother's house, which is just a few blocks from the stadium. Um, so I got to watch the the rest of the game, the good part of the game, And the comfort of my brother's home, and not have to deal with the obnoxious Ku fans. I mean, for the first quarter first half and a little bit of the third quarter the tensions were high i mean i had a lady in front of me smack talking me before the game even started uh the guy behind me was i mean absolutely lost his mind on that fourth down holding call i mean lost his mind um to the point his son was telling him that he needed to stop drinking Uh, so i mean it was it was you know, and I was I was sitting in my brother's season ticket, so we were in the thick of Ku the Ku side of things, the press box side. Uh, it it just wasn't a good place to be, and so I was. Even though we came back and won, and I would have loved to have, have, have been able to witness that the heartbreak on the on the faces of Ku fans, <laughs> I, I was in a better spot on my brother's couch.
0: Man, that's interesting. You left after they were down eleven. I hear you about not wanting to see a loss in person, and you know. I don't think I've said this on air but I told Cole that I was really close and not applying for a credential because I just I I I didn't feel right. I knew KU was much better and they had a shot and I like I'm with you. I'm not sure I could have watched K-State lose in Lawrence and watch them rush the field and and talk about it for a year and the streak over. So I'm kind of in the same boat, but I did stick it out. It was the was the sound system as loud as Coach Kleiman was saying it was?
2: Oh, it's obnoxious. I mean, <laughs> I, and and I and I go. I mean, I, I go to a few games a year there because my brother, you know, he likes to have family there supporting him. So that's not the first game I've been to there this year. And every time we go, we all my and and, and my parents are better about it than I am. They don't have the deep deep hatred for KU that I do. Mm-hmm. But but. We always we always comment on a few things. I mean, concessions, bathroom lines, beer lines—always a joke. That's a given. Um, their band is far inferior to the Cats' band. One hundred. And then and then we um, and, and then we always talk about the sound system. I mean, it is unbelievable. I mean, that we've always heard about how in Allen Fieldhouse they blare music to bump to, to you know to make yeah. it louder in there, and their football stadium is even worse than Allen Fieldhouse. I mean, and we're sitting in Section 5, so we're sitting on the, the KU side, the south 40-yard line, and, I mean, I, I was having to plug my ears when they were blaring music because it's that loud. Um, I've never been in a stadium that plays music that loud, and so I, I very much look forward to the day when they have, you know, a, 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 a decent stadium and a decent sound system because the way they blare music is obnoxiously loud. I mean, I told my parents. I got back to my brother's, and he lives about four blocks north of the stadium. Um, and sitting in his living room, TV on, I could hear everything the PA now- announcer was saying, wow. and every 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 time they played music, I could hear it. And so that's how loud they. That's how loud that PA is turned up. It is it is incredibly obnoxious.
0: That's funny. I have an aunt and uncle that live behind the hospital here in town, next to the bill, and they say they can't hear the music or the the PA, and that's pretty close. It's not far from uh, where uh, from where the bill is, so it sounds like we need to crank it up at the bill. Uh, let's let's turn me up. Let the people hear me.
2: That or we have it set at the right levels, in our cr- and you can actually hear our crowd, and you can hear our band, and, and we can, you know, is just a good mix. I mean, that is just, it, it, you know, people were talking about how great the environment was, and sure, I mean, they had a good crowd. It was a fine environment, still sterile from my perspective, but, you um, but but so much of what what seemed loud was just them just drowning everything else out with, with loud music. And, and I could I could do without that.
0: Chris Kleiman mentioned uh, in the press conference, talking the last 5.33 of the game after Marquis Siegel got that inter- huge interception on fourth and five, K-State runs the last five and a half minutes off the clock. And he said, that's a really hard thing to do. As a former player, what do you think is the, uh, how would you explain the level of difficulty it is to pull out that kind of finish?
2: Incredibly difficult. Um, I mean that you know you always practice your four-minute offense, and, and very rarely do you actually have to run it. Um, but to to take it what six six minutes um, and to bleed six minutes out of the clock against the defense that w- that it was gearing up for the run and knew exactly what you were going to do and had three timeouts at their disposal is is incredibly difficult. Probably one of the hardest things to do in football um, to to sustain a drive and get first down after first down after first down when, when they're doing everything in their power to stop you and try to get the ball back. And you're, and you're saying, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that that, that this clock is zero, zero, zero before we ever give you the ball back. And so it, you know, I, I think very, very impressive. I think it shows how good of a football team we are to be able to do that under those circumstances and to suck the life out of that stadium. Um, I was I was impressed, um, very very impressed. And I think you know, to me, you know, you've seen a lot of conservative K State football teams over the years, and a lot of teams who on that third and nine uh, probably would have punted, or probably would have ran the ball, forced them to call their third timeout, and punted the ball and said, "Okay, go ninety yards and try to score on us." And and for me, it was really refreshing for us to throw the ball in that third down play and say, "You know what." we trust our defense and we 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 would trust it we would trust it if they were out there and, and they wouldn't give up 90 yards and a touchdown but we really trust our offense and we're going we're going we're going to suck the life out of this football game completely and so super impressed with that again you don't see teams execute the four minute offense like we did on Saturday and for, for them to do it under those circumstances at KU is just was just a great sight to see
0: Former cast wide receiver Curry Sexton is our guest. guest I've been telling the boys uh, here on the show that, you know, I was there like you were, you was. And, um, I mean, even, even to right now, like, I have hangover from that game. Hangover is in I can't stop thinking about how lucky K-State was to win that game. Two gigantic breaks. The muff punt. The drop pick six. If that – you know, if that pick six is actually intercepted and taken to the house, cats down three scores. And because of how long KU was hanging on the football, I doubt K-State wins that game. I doubt K-State has an opportunity to win that game. Are are you left with hangover? Are you over the game yet? Or are you still like me thinking back and you got the hangover?
2: You know, I, it's, I do. I mean, I, we, we are, we are incredibly fortunate to have won that football game. We probably didn't deserve to win that football game, but I've, you know I, I at the end of the day i mean i know i know it's i know it may not always feel this way, but a win is a win and under those circumstances being down eleven you know at k u you know with the, with their first opportunity to beat us in fifteen years uh you take it you take it you get out of there with the win and you, you never look back and 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 so yeah I mean sure you know that we had the the fortune of the block p a t return for for two points we had you know Cole ballard's two picks um we had the the muff punt. You know, their KU KU made a lot of mistakes on Saturday. that um, had they not made, especially that muff punt, they'd probably win that football game. But at the end of the day, you know, good teams find ways to win football games and sometimes, you know, sometimes finding a way to win takes some fortunate bounces. But uh, I, I haven't lost any sleep over the fact that Trevor Wilson muffed that punt.
0: All right, Curry, let's wrap it up with talking just briefly about the Iowa State game, the the weather could get nasty. We know it's going to be cold, but does it rain? Does it snow? There is that possibility. Cyclones have a pretty solid defense. Not a great offense. They're okay passing it. Don't have a running game. Um, you think K-State has a good shot at finishing the home schedule 7-0? I do.
2: I do. I think this is a good matchup for K-State. I think – I mean – a lot of years, except for maybe the past four or five, Iowa State's always been, you know, a similar football team to K State, but just with with less talent. And that that's the case again this year. Um, I, I mean, I was scouring their message boards the other day, and, and you know, there was a thread on on their twenty four seven site that said, you know, ten or the spread, whatever it was, the spread seems way too high. I'm buying Iowa State, and I saw a lot of people responding and saying, I think the spread is just right. K State is just like we are; they're just better than we are um and and so you know i think they've they've got a young quarterback he's done some good things but playing in this environment is going to be really difficult for him you know i think we're going to take a similar approach to what we've taken against ku and even against texas we're going to make rocco beck beat us and i don't know that they have the talent on the outside to beat us uh and then offensively you know we've, we've been a buzzsaw at home and i think that continues on saturday i think this is going to be this is gonna, you know, this is gonna be closer than the BYU or than the, than the Houston and Baylor and TCU games, but I do think this is a game that we win by a couple of scores.
0: All right, Curry, awesome to speak with you once again. Thank you for uh, joining us on a Wednesday out of, uh, you know, out of our routine. But uh, hopefully, we'll be talking. Uh, well, you know, it's slim to get to a Big 12 championship game, but we know we'll have at least one more conversation. So, Curry, looking forward to our next conversation, and thank you for your time.
2: Thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy Thanksgiving to Curry Sexton. Yes, sir. All right, let's take our next break. When we come back, Mitch and Vegas, let's make six predictions after this timeout on the game. Do you see uh, Sammy Hagar is going to go on tour and do? Uh, I don't know what you call it. It's just basically like it's kind of a Van Halen tour, but right. Obviously, it's not all Van Halen. Right. He's got
3: Satriani doing Eddie's part. Who else is in there? I'm blanking, dude. It's basically Chickenfoot and Satriani.
1: Oh, okay. There you go. So David Lee Roth said he'd be down to go. Like he's he's ready, man. Listen, Sammy still has the pipes.
3: Yeah. Yes. David Lee Roth does not. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm
0: cool with Sammy. I'd love to see Sammy live.
3: I'm amazed that Sammy still has the pipes
0: at that age. They're going to be at Red Rocks, I think, in August. Wow! oh, oh, oh.
3: Want
0: to make that happen. Want to make that happen. All right. But we're not heading to Colorado. We're heading to Sin City, baby. Las Vegas. Mitch in Vegas time. It's time to make six Week 13 college football picks. Let me first, though, give you the breakdown of the standings. Ain't that a kick in the head? Troy, the people, and I went three and three. David G, <coughs> believe it or not, <coughs> had the big week at four and two. He picked up a game.
1: Whew. Out here, just crushing picks, man. Just like one right after the other.
0: All right, so Troy's now forty-seven and twenty-nine. The people are forty-seven and twenty-nine, so still tied. I'm thirty-five and forty-one. I'm twelve back. And then sixteen back is DG. He was
3: seventeen back, but now I, he's sixteen. Back. I'm still amazed that I'm sitting there almost twenty above. That is a, an unreal run this year. You have definitely crushed. man. He's not what? humble about it. No, oh. I, I, I wish it paid off that way though. He's <laughs> really showboating around here. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm floored by that number. I'm surprised. I'm surprising well, myself here, okay? Well, now's the time that Troy will crash and burn. Pretty yeah. much.
0: So here we go. Here comes our six predictions. Usually we go K-State first. We're gonna go K-State last. Your first game, we're gonna go in uh chronological order. Number 12 Ole Miss at Mississippi State. The Egg Bowl. The Egg Bowl. Rebels. Ten-point favorite on the road, 630 on ESPN Thursday night, Thanksgiving night.
3: Troy, go ahead and lead us off. Uh, I am definitely on the side of Ole Miss in that one. Absolutely. There's no way
1: Mississippi State, I mean, even gets – there's going to be a crushing defeat.
0: Well, you know, um, Mississippi right. State's trying to become bowl eligible. They're 5-6. and six. One win away from that Ole Miss. They want that New Year's Six Bowl. They're 9-2. You know, I forget his name, but Ole Miss has a really good running back this year. You know what? I'm going to go Jackson Dart. I'm going to go Ole Miss as well. I'm going to stick with you guys. I'm going to go with the Rebels to get it done. By the way, let's get what the people had here. I I got a little bit late to tweeting out these votes. At Mitch the Fort to vote on Mitch in Vegas. Uh, But Ole Miss by 85%. Game two. Big 12. This is from... This is going to be on Friday at 11 a.m. on Fox. TCU also 5-6. and six. They're looking to become bowl eligible, but they got to try to do it in Norman, Oklahoma to play number 13 Oklahoma Sooners who are 9-2. and two. They're trying to get to the Big 12 championship. They're tied with Oklahoma State and K-State. Uh, Deej, Oklahoma is favored by 10.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and hold on. They... So- BYU looks like a really tough place to play. I don't know if you watched any of that game, but those fans were into it big time. And they pulled out a win. Uh, I'm sticking with the Sooners. I think that they they survived their scare, and they're going to take care of business.
3: I am going to hedge my bet on Oklahoma just because I I don't feel like TCU has the offense to be able to keep up with what OU can do. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. Come on, Mitch. Mitch, come on, man.
0: Do it. <laughs> Let's see it. The people say TCU. Oh. You know what the people really? have been doing well? They have. I think they need a tag team partner for this <laughs> pick.
1: <laughs> what is it the the powers of Towers of Power or what what were Macho Man and and Hulk Hogan when they teamed up? Oh boy. Oh, the Mega the Mega
0: Powers. The Mega Powers. The You're mega, the Mega Powers. The Mega Powers explode. <laughs> Oh good Lord. At the uh, <laughs> opening of Wrestlemania 5 The mega powers
1: explode Mitch and the people are the mega powers
0: Hogan had those jealous eyes for Miss Elizabeth
1: Yeah You have those jealous eyes Hogan yeah, that was so gonna, good. You know
0: what I have no reason for this I shouldn't go this way but I'm gonna go TCU wow. Game 2 I'm sorry game 3 Takes us to Austin Tejas Game 3 Is another one that is gonna determine Who makes it potentially do the big 12 championship game texas tech and number seven texas uh troy will start us off as texas is favored by 12 and a half at home
3: yeah that to me is a gimme uh for all of texas Techs want to win having to play that in austin i think is what puts that one over the line for texas
1: I I think te- I don't think Texas Tech is very good. I haven't thought they're any good since week one. I didn't buy the hype at all about them or their coach. I have a funny feeling about this game. I don't have the guts to pick it. I'm going to take Texas. I'll, I'll lay the points. But I man, I have a funny feeling, dude.
0: Well, oh, Taj Brooks for Texas Tech to win. Taj Brooks need to have has needs to have a big day. He's over 1,350 yards rushing. But this is also against Texas. Texas is a really tough team to run against. I think I have to go Texas. Although, yeah. of course, we all of our rooting interest is we're mm-hmm. at or huge Red Raider fans this weekend. Itch. I just don't have that optimism. Nah. I, I can't do it, so I'm gonna have to go Texas. People, uh, go Texas Tech. <laughs> really? Shout out to the peeps. How? Missed? This is very early in the vote. <laughs> okay. There's still two days to vote. <laughs> uh, and again, I only tweeted this out like as the show started. We have like 50 votes. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So that's out of the way. Now we go to the big one on Saturday. Saturday morning will feature two versus three. Ohio State will head up north to play the team from up north, the Michigan Wolverines. First of all, I heard this question being thrown around last week on the Dan Patrick Show: If Michigan State were to, or Michigan were to win the national championship, would you recognize them as a the national championship winners? After
3: we know they've been cheating. I mean, they already got one national title that they shouldn't have won when they shared with Nebraska anyway. So, let them have it. Listen, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Ain't trying. That was my motto
0: in college.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Why
0: can't that be a motto for a college team?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it has been for a long time.
1: (laughs) But,
0: you know, Jim Harbaugh got the slap on the wrist. He decided, oh, well, I I could fight this, but... Us in the Big Ten, we're just going to settle this one out. Who knows what else may come, but uh, if they get the national championship, it's going to stick. I would it's, imagine. Yeah, it,
3: it's still hard to believe that Jim is sitting there watching games the same that we all are, with a beer in hand and and the offensive play sheet.
0: Anyway, Michigan <laughs> is a three point favorite. Did <laughs> you like Michigan to get it done at home, or are you going
1: Ohio State? I, 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 this Michigan team has a weird chip on their shoulder about this. They didn't cave. Like I, I thought maybe they would. Uh, But, no, they are, like, really oddly edgy and, like, feisty. And so, yeah, they're going to take care of business. They're going to beat Ohio State. For the third straight year. Uh Uh-huh.
3: I believe that this will be an upset this year. I think Ohio State goes in and picks off a victory. Well, they're the higher-ranked team. They are the higher-ranked team.
0: Well, I guess if you go by line, yeah, Michigan is the favorite.
3: Correct. So. um, Home game for Michigan. The
0: people go Ohio State, and uh, I'm trying to catch up to Troy and the people here. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Ohio State. I'm going to go with the people, and I'm going to pick the Buckeyes to get it done. Whoa. At the big house. Dang it. Uh, Game five, we head to the Swamp. Number five, Florida State, who was uh, last night no longer in the top four. A six and a half point favorite at Florida. Six o'clock, ESPN Deej. Uh, Actually, I'll let Troy go first. Troy, who do you like here? Florida, Florida State.
3: Uh. I would like to take Florida State. The flaw is that they're operating with a backup quarterback. Yep. And Jordan Travis uh out for the year. And doing so on a weird week with Thanksgiving thrown in the middle of it. I'm going to pick Florida for an upset. Okay.
1: I uh, I think they stink. They are not <laughs> any good. So, even with that uh, backup quarterback, I think they're just going to run it down Florida. Florida State is just going to run it down Florida's throat because um, their running backs are amazing. Um, I think Florida State wins and barely covers, though. They're bare, They're going to win by, like, seven. It's, it's going to be barely.
0: In limited time, it's been Tate Roadmaker as the backup quarterback. He's actually looked pretty solid. Yeah, seven he's- touchdowns. He's thrown five interceptions, but um, 61% passing percentage. Graham Mertz has been playing better for Florida, but, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go Florida State yeah. just because Troy picked Florida. Yeah. All right. I'm just interested to see what happens. Our final game is the game Saturday here at the Bill in Manhattan Farmageddon 107th meeting it is the longest running uninterrupted football series in FBS college football 107 consecutive years this game has been played K-State Iowa State at Bill Center Family Stadium Troy K-State is favored in this game and they're going to go into the Bill favored in this game I'm stalling here I lost my notes
3: huh. um, K-State favored by 95 I believe that this finishes off the clean sweep at Bill Snyder Family Stadium this year. Victory, Cats.
1: Mm -hmm. I think they're going to wallop them. I really do. I think they're going to put the womp down on senior day. Give me, I'll lay the points at home, Cats. By the way, people like
0: Florida State, people like
1: K-State. I like the
0: Cats as well. Although K-State's not going to, I believe, get to 40 points. The weather is going to be a factor. More of a low-scoring game. Cats take care of business. I have them winning by 15 points, 28 to 13. That's going to wrap up Mitch in Vegas.
1: I do that once a week. On the K Rock Morning Show, <laughs> dude. So, Troy, what's the farthest you've gone for Thanksgiving?
3: Cancun. Oh, nice. Was this
1: work? That was work.
3: Yes, because uh, in fact, my boys were down at the Cancun Challenge again this year, uh, where they were playing up, uh, playing as part of that tournament. One and one, they finish with a loss to Radford today. Ah. But, yes, we stayed the extra day, took in Thanksgiving in Cancun. That's awesome. That was different. That's awesome. That was
1: different. Uh, Okay, another question, not Thanksgiving-related. Biggest, as far as you're concerned, non-conference rival for UNC. Uh, Like teams that you just would find yourselves playing in weird tournaments like that that
3: you just hated. Oh, yeah. the thing is, is we never really had a consistent opponent in that situation. Um, yeah, uh, if, if it was anything on the non-conference, it was anybody that was along the front range. Colorado became a few and far between situation after Tad took the CU job. He wouldn't play UNC. Ah uh, but consistently had Colorado State on the schedule, and Wyoming was an almost annual to go up to Laramie, and that's part of how Linder got that job is that UNC beat them in Laramie three straight years, one of the only teams that's not in a conference with them to beat them three straight years in Laramie.
1: If you can't beat them, make them join you, I guess. <laughs> Which is pretty
3: much what happened with CU hiring Tad, is that the Bears almost had knocked off CU earlier in the year wow. that year, too. So, Yeah. Amazing how that works.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah do good against the big boys. Right. Um, uh, One last one. Anything you're, like, shoving away from the plate at Thanksgiving? Shoving away from the plate? Yeah. Oh,
3: that's stuffing. Green bean casserole. We've talked about my vegetable non-intake. Yeah. <laughs> and how people like Jeff Linder love to mock me
1: for <laughs> Just one green thing. Come nope. on. <laughs> nope. Stomach
3: won't take it, baby. No. Stomach will not take it. Uh uh-uh. uh, that's called rejection.
1: <laughs>
3: Physical rejection.
1: You got anything um, for tonight's game too? What do you think? Uh, you think the cats take care of business?
3: Oh, I think the cats take care of business in solid fashion. I I could see this being a thirty-point game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly,
1: Getting if K
3: State especially comes out and plays at its best, a little a little more juiced, maybe than we saw on or after because of the outcome of Sunday's game.
1: For sure. For sure. Ugh. God, that's all I got, dude. I'm ready to go. That's all you've got. Yeah. What do we got? How much have we got? How much have we got? Like we, got five minute. minutes? we got a minute. We well, got a minute. I mean. Well, we're watching right now
3: Marquette kind of down the stretch fade against Purdue. That stinks. I need to go back and find the video from last night Ooh. because of uh, self and... Shaka getting into it.
1: Yeah,
3: that was a, Mitch was in here talking
1: about that. That's a big. That's going to be a discussion thing tonight for sure. Uh, do you know? Remember who you're talking to? That's what he said. I can't believe that. Self said that or Shaka said that. Self said that to him, but then he denied oh. it. Oh, yeah, he denied it.
3: Better hair, Shaka Smart or Bill Self? <laughs> Five years ago, you wouldn't even think that you'd ask that question. <laughs> Folks, have a yeah exactly <laughs> have a great thanksgiving we are back at it on monday Ooh. i'll slip in here friday morning <laughs> but back at it monday with another edition of the game